You don't like it. No, it's not that I don't like it. I think it's kind of relaxing. Who Matthew, you found this, didn't you? Yeah. It It seems relaxing to me. Royalty-free. I've got a friend that drives a convertible, and every single time he leaves his top down, I'll go and I'll put the emergency brake on. And every single time I get him to the, like, he won't know that it's on. And I just, I was going through my text because I had a lot. And one of my friends that was in the car with him goes, you won the person's name zero with the parking brake. Gabriel, you're going to wreck his car. No. Well, can't you, don't you know when your parking brake is on? Not if you don't pay attention right away. Well, it didn't. doesn't mean your car I, won't drive. I suggest you not do that, just so, yeah, especially since you confessed it right now. That wears down the um, I'm gonna parking say brake. I, I, uh, think, major mechanical I think we're issues. fine. His car is not broken. It's driving. It made it home. All right, let's vote on if Gabe should I think it's a funny prank, this. and no matter what anybody know. tells me, I will continue to do it. <laughs> no, please don't. For real. That's not a... I mean, if that, something happens, that's a, a break. That's the emergency break. That's uh, well, it's one not, and done. It's not like an... One and done. Like, well, let's consider... Put on your emergency brake and it's going to save what you. About, what, about no, your, but, what about having a car with an oil change? That's oh, like stop. Thousand uh, so I would suggest oil. not doing that. That's not quite the prank that you'd want to mess with somebody's uh, brake mm-hmm. mechanism to wear out. Matthew, don't I laugh. We'll be, I think we'll be fine. That's I agree. A funny joke. <laughs> We're minus McLaren today. Uh, she's taking the day off from the uh, family podcast. Well, she'll have to answer for her for sins next time. Reasons. So that. just leave it at that, and uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll grill her next time she's on the podcast and make sure she's committed to this. We've had a busy weekend. We had uh, Friday night. A big rivalry football game between Creighton Durham Hall and St. Thomas Academy at Woo-hoo! what's the name of that field? TCO. TCO Field, where the Vikings practice. Yeah. yeah, it was very nice uh, stadium. I have not made it over there ever. I've been Me inside either. the practice tent when I when my dad got his when Grandpa got his shot, uh, and that was you know that's kind of neat indoor facility, and then. That was the first time I laid eyes on their uh, practice field, which has ample seating, great concessions, uh, open airspace, and I was very impressed. I really liked it a lot. Someone asked us to talk about the family dilemma of which side of the field we would sit on. Um, Last night we were at another event and someone brought this up that it would be good for you guys to talk about where you sat during the game. That's yeah, funny where, because I also had somebody ask me that. Ask where your family sat? Where you guys were going to sit. Oh, prior um, to the game? Or, yeah. Okay. What did you guys wear to it as well? Well, that was surprising too because, okay, I went shopping earlier in the day and I did wear my St. Thomas Academy Mother's Club hat while I was shopping. And uh, mm-hmm. then I decided that would be it for my St. Thomas gear. 
mm-hmm. for the day. Uh, and then when I got dressed for the game, I did put on a blue flannel mm-hmm. or jacket. Oh. Right. And then Sophia. I wore a cadet sweatshirt. Nice. And then yeah. the biggest surprise. I just took what's available. Mm-hmm. I wore that uh, uh, Academy uh, pullover that you had on. Curling. Uh, Curling club pullover. Oh, yeah. What? Uh, that surprisingly fits me very well <laughs> since I've lost the weight. Dave's just finding all this out. I wore See, that freshman year. That it, was it I'm feeling pretty good about You're myself. a big boy. Yeah. yeah, you were, yeah, dad's weight freshman year. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've gotten a lot smaller. But not so anyway, shaming. now the, now we're outed. Um, and we knew Sorry. since Gabe was working, he wasn't going to be at the game. So we felt fairly safe and um, sitting there. And another thing I figured out is I have been rooting for St. Thomas Academy probably since I was like four or five years old. I have not. So I have always been on that side. So it's pretty hard for me to flip over to the other side. I uh, well, I don't play on the but, team. Like, but I don't, I'm the, not hurt you're if you not. Sit I know. On the same but the side. other thing is, it was weird because I knew so many boys on the Cretan team too that I yeah. really I wanted both teams to do well. And right. I really was kind of like, oh, shoot, you know, if, if Cretan did poorly or, yay, they got a touchdown. So I felt, I don't know, kind of neutral. Divided loyalties. Yeah. That's how yeah. I was, even though I did don the cadet sweatshirt because I knew we were sitting on that side. I wasn't going to wear a Cretan thing and then go sit on the St. Thomas side. But, uh, I, no, it was fun. I think it's something that they should do. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with the Cretan Durham Hall, uh, well, it's actually the Cretan St. Thomas Academy rivalry, but now it's CDH and, and St. Thomas. It is one mm-hmm. of the biggest rivalries in the state. They started playing football in 1920 and have had a game almost every year until uh, 17 years ago when it just it wouldn't work out. But I always thought this is a great fundraiser for both schools that were at one time arch rivals. They're still a rivalry because a lot of kids in the feeder schools, Catholic schools, generally tend to go to Creton or to St. Thomas. Yes, Hill Murray's great. Um, Holy Angels is great. Benilde St. Margaret. Uh, Minnehaha. I mean, there, there's great high schools. Um, but this one a, has a pretty uh, lengthy rivalry. And uh, The other thing was it was the tackle cancer night for both schools, too. And they yep. had uh, the cute uh, T-shirts were Catholics versus cancer. <laughs> but a lot of people didn't understand that. Oh. Uh, CDH. Oh, really? They had not heard of the tackle cancer game. They didn't get the Catholics versus oh. cancer because I don't. I think it's it was a, te- it was like a teacher that. Game. Um, I don't know about, the, about that. Miami used to Miami played Notre Dame college football. Yep. And the joke was Catholics versus convicts. Yep. Oh, okay. Notre Dame was the Catholics, and Miami was like notably like. Really the bad boy reputation. <laughs> so Catholics versus convicts. There's a great ESPN 30 for 30 on it. Oh, okay. okay. That's good. Catholics versus cancer is a great. I think that's fun. Yeah, that's yeah a great I thought spoof. it was good too. And they did raise, I think I heard when we were leaving $4,500 in addition mm-hmm. to, you know, the schools held fundraisers independently and I'm sure they yeah. made a lot of money. And I think, end. yeah, that Randy Shaver's uh, cancer outfit benefits, which is a, a, yeah, a admirable good cause. cause. And then yeah. the, the reason they're fighting cancer, if you did not know that, the uh, head coach of um, 
Dan O'Brien of St. Thomas Academy. His son, Casey O'Brien, played for the Minnesota Gophers. And uh, that's where Dan O'Brien was an assistant coach there and assistant athletic director. Yeah. And uh, so that stems from that. Casey's made a great comeback. Um, and there's been several stories written about him. He's a tough kid. Uh, he's a good kid. And uh, he just keeps coming back and, and fighting. So uh, I'm, I'm glad they raised he's money. Become, he's become quite the spokesperson for a lot of the cancer benefits. Mm-hmm. Stuff now. Uh, you know, he's well-spoken for a Cretan kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's Cretan he's kid, and then now, yeah, Dan coaches SCA. Yeah, so. and there was a sign that St. Thomas had made up. I'm not even sure where it came from, but somehow these little middle school boys printed. who were, yeah, a professionally made sign. Uh, a group of middle school boys were in front of us. They were darling, but they somehow had the sign at one point in the game, and it basically said, like, thanks, CDH, for sending us Mr. OB. <laughs> um, yeah, it was funny. And he, he had turned around at one point and saw the sign, and he got a real kick out of it. He thought it was funny. <laughs> and one more inside story that um – uh, Dan O'Brien's father-in-law is Mal Scanlon, who was a 1961 Cretan grad, great football player, and an extremely good football coach uh, who coached Cretan for uh, I don't know how long. Yeah. And I do remember uh, Dan O'Brien used to be employed at uh, Sun Country, and I was sitting in his office one day, and he said, I got a, I got a call. I said, what's the deal? He said, I got a big problem. And he said, St. Thomas Academy wants me to come and coach football. And I said, that's great. You're a great coach. That's a great football program with a great tradition. What's the problem? He said, ah, uh, the in-laws. And, uh, <laughs> absolute betrayal. He said, I'm t- <laughs> it is the absolute betrayal. He said, I'm taking a lot of heat, and I don't know what to do. And I said, yeah, after you win your first championship, they'll be on the bandwagon, and Mel will be helping you draw up plays and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So I'm glad it worked out. And he was saying that with a with a wink and a nudge because – uh, you know, Mal and Nancy and that uh, Chrissy, the whole Scanlon fan uh, family is going to going to support wherever uh, wherever he is, and and they have so continued success to Dan O'Brien and uh, St. Thomas Academy and the CDH football team, which didn't win, but that's okay. They're playing a tough foe, and the Cretan has not been the juggernaut football juggernaut that they have been lately. So let's build they're, up. They're building a new program. Yeah, they are. They what are. Was the final score. 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, Freshman year, Gabe up there. Yeah, right. Yes. Right. You willing to come back senior year, play line? No. Uh, the <laughs> a parent from the St. Thomas team told us that uh, if you weren't two thirty, they didn't want you on the team. Yeah. You're so far from they're that, pounding dude. steaks and protein shakes. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm still here for the. Damn! Steaks. I wish I could play football again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even two thirty anymore. That's great. Uh, so that was a that was a funny event. That was it a was great fun. fundraiser. And then yeah. yesterday, we Jeez, that had, was just Friday. What are you going to do for Saturday? Yeah, yeah. I, well, Saturday we had the Nativity County Work. Fair, which was um, 
an all-day event for the first time. It went from, I don't know, 10 in the morning till 10 at night yep. on a Saturday, and it was super fun. We went there last night, had dinner, had a couple beers, or I had White Claw. and um, White Claw. Claw. Was, um, it, was it the county fair of old? Is, I mean, did it still feel the same? It did. Yeah, it did. Yeah, and it was smaller because there was nothing inside this year. Um, because of COVID, they kept everything outside, so that was an adjustment. They had bingo in the front of the school and um, porta potties. Porta potties. You couldn't go into the bathroom. It was fine. They were clean and it, it was. Yeah, they nice. did it right. They did it right. Everything was good. It was. It had the. It had the vibe outside. You know, normally you go and you walk around, but. That was the only thing that was missing. No bake sale, uh, no craft sale. The Twinkie Walk was outside earlier, uh, but they had a great band. They always do a good time. I think it had the vibe of uh, a Friday night because they usually don't do that on Saturday night. Right. They're going to have their dinner. If you're unfamiliar, it's Nativity Grade School in St. Paul on Stanford and Pryor. Every year they have a three-day festival that's gone on for 45, close to 50 years. And and it, but it's not your average school carnival. This is like a mini state fair. Yes. It's quite yeah. a production. Yeah. I kept calling it the state fair. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there was too much red wine for you last night. Okay. That's- I drank the only same amount when every every time someone did a round, I participated in the round. So I know I know that I'm small, but everyone's like, "Yeah, you had a lot to drink last I night." I will say, and I had the same amount as everyone else. When I got there, Sophia went searched for a chair and put the chair behind me. So I'm because yes, I'm very a nice very nice her. person, and I like making people feel comfortable. And I, don't I didn't know. even ask her to do it. She just like. Came back Very with nice. the chair. Yes, no, I, I ran and got Gabe a cheeseburger and pulled pork. Yeah, you yeah. See, Gabe, you're so you're Very so nice. privileged. You are. So anyway, nice. that's a great festival. If you want to put that on the docket for next year, it is. It's if you're a grandparent, it's great to bring your grandkids. Uh, if you do not know about this event, uh, nativitycountyfair.org is what you can uh, mm-hmm. look up. And, and everyone would have fun there. You don't have to be a member of the community to go there and have no, fun. No. It's just a really a it's fun cheap. venue. It's so cheap. You're going to get a, burger, so a cheeseburger there, $3. Yeah. A corn of cob oh. is a dollar. Are yeah. kidding me? No. Yeah, no, we're going to go back uh, after the podcast because it's still going on. Okay, no, I was just about to ask, is that actually, is Sophia BSing that? No, that I'm like making Dad thing? run up. I'm even going to give you more money because I want what? lots of things. Okay. And, um, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, our our neighbors are about. having a booyah today, so. Boom, boom, boom. Oh. Yes. Okay. Although it's 88 degrees, so she was a little bit bummed about planning a booyah and staying up all night cooking, and now it's 88 degrees out. Uh, I have a, 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 a word play. Matthew, what do you mm-hmm. think of when you think of the word booyah? I think of a couple things. I think of a, a person, first of all. Okay. A certain person. Yep. Uh, and then I also associate it with just South St. Paul in general. <laughs> just shoving everything in a pot and a big stir? Yeah, I mean, I, I think of a giant stew. Someone's just stirring a giant stew. <laughs> and, and, and what are they churning it with? Like a, 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 a booyah massive, paddle. I've yeah, done like that. A, like, yeah, like a paddle, almost a massive spoon or like, ladle type. Like okay. the laundry stew in Willy Wonka. Yes, laundry yeah, exactly. stew. Yes. Charlie. I've done it. Gabe, you have churned it, haven't you? Mm-hmm. When we uh, did the booyah a couple years ago, Gabe was up top there churning Pro- the booyah. Was booyah that at Nativity turn. again? Correct. Correct. Yep. Why is it called churning? Churning. Like um, churning. Uh, it's, it, it, it's, it keeps churning, churning it over. Why like can't you stomach. just say turning? 
Or stirring. Stirring. Because Dad's old. Yeah. Sure. You, you would, you would turn, the booyah. turn the butter. I think yeah. you would churn it. No. Yeah. That's not an old reference. Yes, it is. Sounds old. All right. Well, booyah. I'm excited that the neighbors are uh, making some booyah, so we'll have to save some room for that. 15 gallons, she said. A small batch, she called that. 15 oh, yeah. gallons is small? Yes. She said that's yep. a very small batch. Yeah. Squeak and tear were out there, and the neighbor, were uh, they were in the garage and just getting all the production. Smells needs. wonderful. It, yeah, I was just about to say. It does. You I can bet. smell it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they will not give out the secret recipe. It's in a pouch held close to somebody's heart. So nobody can see the secret recipe coveted. they have for Booyah. Very coveted. Yeah. So that's we our updates. Yeah. I was going to say, we, we had a party the other night, um, or we went to one. It was sort of like a, a pregame party. But it was, you couldn't drink out of a cup or a can or anything. So you had to bring some sort of receptacle to actually drink your drink out of. That's funny. Interesting. Um, Haley and Katie or, organized it. So I brought... A, I brought a broom handle. Was it new? Uh, no. You. <laughs> it wasn't old. He cleaned it, it thoroughly. <laughs> Not thoroughly enough. It was. It was a, a like a metal hollow broom handle, but it, it wasn't super old. So it was, I mean, it's less than a year old. Uh, ah, okay. But covered <laughs> inside of a broom handle, like. I mean, nothing's in there. Like, you can't really get dirty inside of the broom handle. Uh, I rinsed it out a couple times. Yeah. Um, and that was it, was, it was great. So it, it was very funny. Haley had drank out of a popcorn maker. A popcorn <laughs> maker. And oh she put, like, a little plastic liner in it. Uh, Katie Haley's roommate, she had just, like, a pot with a straw, just like a cooking pot. <laughs> um, someone had a baseball bat. Someone had a lotion bottle with like it's a squirt thing, so they would squirt Ew. their drink into their mouth. Oh my Someone lord! Someone had a thing of sunscreen. Um, I saw a Pringles, Pringles bottle. Can. Yeah. Or Pringles can that will hold liquid? Uh, yeah. So that is hilarious. Uh, he he kind of cheated because he actually ended up putting the can inside of the Pringles thing. Oh. And then had a straw. So I don't think it would have held. Okay, I was going to say well. those seem to be very. Well, it's uh, cardboard. Right, it would yeah. it would uh, it would f- it fade would away, good. right? Uh, but very fun idea to spice up just like a normal instead of just everybody standing around having drinks. It, it was significantly more fun seeing what people showed up. Yes, with that's a great idea. Did they see that on something? How did they think of that? Yeah, we've I've seen them online and whatnot. Oh, how funny! Maybe offended them, but yeah, here's Haley and Katie came up with it. Oh, fun! Yeah. Oh. That would be neat. To, that would be neat to see. I would. Uh, I would like to. Ch- Let's do that for uh, Christmas. I'm ready for Christmas <laughs> and our family Christmas Eve. You yeah. Want to do that? You don't, you don't have to wash anything. True. It's very true. Let's yep. do it. So that was our. Uh, that was our weekend roundup. That was your night uh, today. Now we're uh, we're podcasting. This is Sunday morning when we're recording this. The Vikings are playing this afternoon at uh, three o'clock. Um, Full disclosure, when my friend was working at the airport this morning, uh, the uh, Arizona Cardinal fans that were heading out to Phoenix for the 930 flight were a little bit disappointed when they learned that it was going to be delayed about an hour and a half. Oh, no. Oh, so no. So they're not going to make it to their game. Oh, sad. Oh, no. Uh, I, well, I don't know if it was air traffic control. There was, there was a reason for a delay. It's not what do you mean casual. they're not going to make it to the game? Well, the game is at 1 o'clock. No, it's not. It's at 3. It's at 3. At 1 o'clock Phoenix in, time. In in Arizona. And we're no. not leaving here until 11 o'clock. 
No, it'd be no, two. it'd be two there. It no. It leaves at eleven o'clock. Okay, and right now, uh, right when it's three o'clock here, it's one o'clock there. Oh, I oh I see. Because the time Man. change. I hate time change. I believe so. Oh I boy, so. Arizona time zones—that's a wild concept. Half the state doesn't recognize daylight savings, right? And so, in part of Arizona, sometimes it's one time, and other parts it's another time. That's for us. That would wreck. be so frustrating. That's so weird. A wreck of a state. Shout so, out Arizona listeners. Yeah, that's so they're they're kind of uh, they're kind of uh, uh, they were a little bummed out that they weren't going to be able to make the game. There's nothing they could do. Does Europe do different time zones? Well, what do you mean? Yeah. Um, Course. We'll edit that oh. out, guys. We'll, we'll edit I that thought one that out. we were the only place that did that. <laughs> oh, you mean as a yes continent? What? I don't know. There are two times. The whole world is in a time zone. I know, but do people take it as you know Wisconsin time is ahead of <laughs> California? Well, yeah, it's like Central Time, Pacific, Mountain, Central, East, and then they have the same thing over in. Else. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so they're they're mountain time and Pacific time. So it's yep. a absolute wreck. Big time gray area. Uh, and then areas that do not observe daylight savings. I mean, so it's just a complete Arizona train wreck, but good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Get this. There's twenty four time zones. Damn. Time zone for each time of the day. So it's that oh. specific time somewhere in the world at all times. Wow. Oh, wow. So even a broken clock is right twice twice a day. Right. All right, so that's what's going on. Uh, what about new for this week? I've got a couple of um, articles that I was looking at earlier today. And the, one of them has to do with um, this past week. Uh, it was Cheeseburger Day, National Cheeseburger Day. Yep, yesterday. Now, there, yesterday. Yesterday. Mm-hmm. There is controversy over who invented the cheeseburger. Um, mm. Several restaurants make a compelling case, but most food historians recognize the Pasadena, California sandwich shop. Uh, it's called the Right Spot, R-I-T-E, as the birthplace of this American classic. The story goes that in 1924, while working at his dad's restaurant, 16-year-old Gabriel McCullough, no, 16-year-old Liner Sternberger burned a burger, and rather than toss it out, he decided to disguise his mistake with some cheese. He served it to a customer who loved the cheesy idea, and the rest is food history. Do you believe that? No. Yes, because I want to believe it. In that case, the burger, he was serving a normal burger. He just had invented the actual cheese portion of it. Right. That uh, I, I don't know why that would not have been. What is the date that yeah. you're saying this happened? 19... 1924. No way. Yeah. Someone had put cheese on a burger prior to that. Uh, apparently. Probably, well, but they didn't commercialize it. I was just going to okay. say, they didn't, okay. uh, they didn't um, right, authenticate it, I guess. Okay. So that was just a kind of little funny tidbit. I can't believe that, uh, you know, like the, the history of the sandwich. Where it was at in Sandwich, England, yeah, or wherever right. it was. Sandwich, it's, England. <laughs> but does it really matter? The fact is that we do have fantastic um, food, and this, who cares about the history? <laughs> have it now. <laughs> hey, Gabe, let me ask you this. What? As someone that works at a burger bar, did you, were there people there yesterday because it was National Cheeseburger Day? I don't, I don't think so. Okay. 
We were busy yesterday early. We were busy at like 5.30, 5-ish. And we're normally busy at like 6.37. Gabe's, Gabe's, Gabe is taking this. What was the soup of the day? Uh, beer cheese and Irish stew. Oh, good man. Oh, yeah. good man. Wow. Whoa, I like both. Gabe is taking this job very serious. He has worked every single I just day like, since last Tuesday. I just like money. Really? Every single day. Oh yeah, making some money. That's awesome. <laughs> Yesterday I got paid fifty bucks to take somebody's shift. <laughs> I told oh, him I was sweet. like, no, I I don't want to take a shift. Today's my only day off. I would like to not work. <laughs> and I was like, if you pay me fifty dollars, I'll do it. <laughs> and he's like, all right, like next paycheck, I'll give you fifty bucks. And I was like, I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Money. Now he's calling him today and said, can I work tomorrow for you? <laughs> <Yeah>. That's twenty-five <laughs> bucks. Uh, speaking of working, this was what my real um, uh, subject was. Uh, okay. Uh, in much of corporate America, January 2022 is the new Labor Day 2021 target for the widespread return to the office movement. Here's some stats. As of late August, 66% of organizations were delaying office reopenings due to COVID variants. This is according to a Gartner survey of 238 executive leaders. Uh, big names like Apple, Amazon, Google, Facebook, Starbucks, they've postponed their return plans in the new year to uh, uh, do some workplace consulting. And they're calling this the big, the great wait. Uh, people are being frustrated that they, they want to get back. But after 18 months of working from home during the pandemic, office workers are simultaneously growing tired of waiting for the news for their callback and also skeptical skeptical of announcements when they do come. For some, they're using the added stretch of time to advocate more flexibility within their employers' uh, ever-changing plans. But people are being very anxious. And at first, they did like the idea of working at home. But now, it's just kind of the the drone uh, every day in, every day out of staying home. And I think people are just getting tired of it. And I don't know that these companies can push up a date. I don't know why they picture uh, put out a date because with these variants, we don't know anything yet. Um, but do you think that they should allow people if they want to come back? Or do you think these companies are okay saying you can't come back until August of 2022 or whatever, whatever day it is? I, I agree with you. I think it's caused more like harm than helpful in terms of them actually keep setting dates. So many companies, like we have a bunch of friends that work at a lot of the companies you just listed, and they're like, "Great, August first, we're going back." Nope, got pushed to September first. Never mind, it's actually October first. And now they're like, "All right, it might not be until January first. And everyone's like, "We would rather just have a, like, yeah, we don't know. Here's like the ongoing plan right now. Like, we don't have to look forward or like be ready for August first or anything. It's just, yes, we'll work from home. A lot of them now, the the offices have." Like Haley's, for example, uh, her company just opened their office last week. Uh, and it's a, I mean, it's hybrid, so they can go in if they want. Nobody's required to unless there's some sort of required meeting that they need to attend. Otherwise, like you can go in two days a week and work from home the other three, uh, which that seems to be like the prevailing decision on most places. It's just, the hardest part is like the distributed workforce now where you have a lot of people that 
maybe don't live in the area that the office is at this point. Mm-hmm. And then that just throws a whole new wrench in the system, in which case you should probably just to commit to we're 100% remote. If you want to come into the HQ, you can, but operate in the sense that you never have to. Hmm. Uh, the other thing that goes along with this is not even working from home, but coming back to work. Now, as of September 4th, I believe the uh, the pandemic payment of $300 a week uh, and some uh, the unemployment that was extended uh, through the federal law uh, has come to a close. And I, I will be very um, interested to see if the numbers spike up. You know, right now, as we all know, uh, production lines, you drive by a car lot, it's half full. Uh, they can't get inventory for uh, people that are, uh, you know, selling clothes and stuff like that. So it will really be interesting to see if at least America, uh, because I can't speak for China, I don't know what they're, you know, I don't know what they're doing with their logistics stuff. But as far as our warehouses here, we haven't had people. And now that these people are going to be forced back to work, I hopefully uh, production gets back to a normal level. Yeah, the production's tough. I mean, there's just nothing they can really do about it. Because you look at the car lots around here, and there's just nothing on them. Looked at a Jeep dealer that we live near. There was one Wrangler on their lot yesterday. One. Now, they had yeah. other cars, but obviously that's a popular car. They had right. one. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's it really is amazing, and uh, you know it's all businesses across the board. It's uh, absolutely crazy. Um, speaking of, uh, there's one that I see here. I found uh, tech news. Uh, speaking of the employment market, this guy, uh, crazy rich Asians. Okay, let's uh, just follow with me here. Uh, Tycoon has fortune fortune slashed by $27 billion in one of the biggest wealth drops ever as China cracks down on tech firms. Um, oh, is this for PDD? Uh, for PDD? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the uh, Colin, Huang, Colin Huang. He saw his yeah. fortune drop after the stocks of his company plunged. Uh, they were worth, I mean, he has, it was as high as $71 billion in uh, uh, February of 2021. And now it's at 35. I mean, still, that's pretty darn good. But uh, the according to Bloomberg, the Shanghai-based company had about 788 million active users in 2020, and its market value reached 178 billion before falling to about 125 billion. Uh, he has quit his role as CEO and stepped down as chairman in March. But that is unbelievable to lose a 27 billion dollars of worth. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy rich. That's crazy rich Asian. That's Singapore stuff, man. Mm-hmm. The, the funny part is, like, he lost twenty seven billion, and he's still like, whatever. It's he's still got so many more billions. Who cares at that point? It's, it is. It's just unbelievable. It just caught my, uh, it caught my eye. And it's if we had, uh, what did they say here? Did they put these in? I'm trying to see, like, compare it with John D. Rockefeller from way back when, but that's. I don't think they've made these numbers uh, comparable yeah, to 2021. Like 200 billion. Yeah, that's just it's outrageous. But that is that will be a tough night to get some sleep, huh? You're still in your nice sheets with your 27 billion, but uh, well, having 71 is a lot know. more fun. A billion here, a billion there. I it, just a number I don't at that think point. It matters at that point. Got it. All right. Well, that was my input. Some of the stories that caught my eye this week. 
How about you, Matthew? The big, big story in, in our friends group when we were talking about last night was the that missing girl. And, uh, oh, yeah. What's uh, Gabby Petito? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's her name. Um, we were just talking about how these types of stories pop up every now and then, and then they just kind of, like, enthrall the nation. We're like, do you remember that girl that was in Iowa, and I'm forgetting her name right now, a few years ago that was missing for, like, a month, and they finally found her, this girl. But these kind of, like, big murder mystery stories that you kind of watch unfold live, and it seems to be kind of the latest one. Uh, I, I, I don't know how familiar you guys are with the story, but it was the yes. 22-year-old girl, Gabby Petito, and her boyfriend, Brian. They were, like, traveling the country and living in a van going through the national parks and whatnot um and then i think what happened was they stopped like the girls gabby's family stopped hearing from her uh for a bit and she kind of went dark and a few weeks later her boyfriend like surfaced at home he drove like back to florida or wherever he's from and now is gone again and they don't know where she is. They no longer know where he is. Oh, I didn't but hear he the least... part that he was gone again. He's missing now. They oh, I did went. not know that. I didn't know that either. They don't have him. Uh, I just so... know at last we heard he, he came home and he wasn't talking uh, through the advice of his attorney. He was not saying anything. But I didn't know that he's missing now, too. That's... He's now gone. He fled. You know. So that's fairly obvious. As a parent... It, your son shows up without his girlfriend. I, We're having a I'm sit sorry. down. We're having There's a sit down. Huge red flags. It's so and weird. I, I just don't know. I, how do you protect that? That's so scary. Because you think the person mm-hmm. that your boyfriend is, you know, that you're traveling with isn't going to murder you. Well, okay. T- first well, and foremost. We don't foremost, know that he did, but something okay. happened. So she is 22. She's 22. Mm-hmm. Um,. I mean, this seems odd because we just were with somebody yesterday that was touring the country and, and living. But they're, Maybe they're, they're a normal. Band touring they're, the country, right, They're normal, and it seems so normal because my first thing I was going to say is th- that's a little odd that she just took off. Now, the pair we were talking to last night, that was a planned move. This is what they're doing. It well, wasn't this a, is a planned thing for them, too. I mean, they, they no have, different. like, a full, like, yeah. camper van thing. Yeah. So then there oh. was the incident when they had to call the police because of the fight? Yeah. And um, – I guess, like, she hit him, though. Yes. Oh, yeah. And and the police kind of described that as kind of a mental breakdown on her part. So then you're wondering, I, I don't know, how does that factor into the whole thing? Well, you can't yeah. – the, the police cannot be held accountable for – what people do in the future after they I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, did she have a mental breakdown? Yeah. And uh, he didn't necessarily kill her. Something else could have happened, and he's did afraid. Did she do something drastic? And Yeah, I mean, we don't know. Well, especially yeah, we if he goes away. One, I guess seems like a, it's not cut and dry, obviously, but it seems like a bit more you can kind of follow the line of like, all right, you can make some inferences more than past stories, but we were just talking about how these types of stories too pop up, and it it kind of becomes like the central focus of the news. And watching it actually unfold live is 
That was weird. And how does one story get attention and another one doesn't? Yeah. You that's, know, we, we are know of another missing, missing people. Right, exactly. And and we know one personally missing and right. that's gotten zero attention. Right. It got a little bit of attention then uh, fell off the You know, we talked about it here, Jack Stein yep. missing from um mm-hmm. California. Um Yeah, he's been there for a month over a month. Over a month now. now. Yeah. And uh, it's really sad local and kid, heartbreaking. Local kid and now out in California. Yeah. It's, it's but, by the way, that's that's all I really have on the story. It's just that that's kind of been a a main topic of conversation watching that unfold. Yeah, and you know they're kind of your age too, but I, I just yeah. it is interesting to see how one gets attention and one doesn't. Well, yeah, it's, that's exactly what we were talking about. Uh, and it, if something happens, I mean, uh, I don't know why uh, people don't just do full disclosure. You can't cover stuff up. This attorney that. Uh, went crazy because he was on opioids and stole oh, from his Mur- firm. Murdoch. Murdoch. And, yeah. and, and we oh, don't yeah, know. That was even wilder. Yes, yes. But, but that's what I'm saying. You you can't, you, you folks, you can't get away with murder. You, you It's impossible. In this day and age, there is a text, there's a phone call, there is a some type of camera that has been recording, you know, the gas station that you stop by. Uh, there's no possible way to murder someone and get away with it. I don't know why people try to beat the system. I, it just I can't Im- imagine being in that frame of mind. I guess. No, it's crazy. Because that, I mean, we had this horrible event with these uh, poor souls that were in Wisconsin, uh, and we got oh. this this father and son team arrested. Hopefully, they will talk and and let us know everything that happened because that. Is tragic, and now they've they've got some. Um, uh, there are some children involved, some survivors involved, and I think are there is there a fund that they're putting together for that uh, those particular people in uh, in St. Paul? There is, and I I actually did make a donation to it yesterday. Oh, good. There is a GoFundMe. Um, I could look up what it what it is. I don't but, want to put you on the spot, um, but you they do had, find it. Uh, seven kids am- amongst the four people that were murdered, oh. and it's just so tragic. Yeah, it's really. Uh, I'll help you find that too. Uh, um, I have it right here, but of course, I don't have the name of the fundraiser. Just a second. You sent a screenshot, didn't you? I know, but it doesn't have the name on it. That's what I just looked at. Mm-hmm. Fundraiser by Angela something. I do yeah. not know. Just give me a second and I'll find it. But um, Gabe did actually work with two of the people that were tragically murdered, and it's just really sad. It is really sad because, you know, we don't know what uh... – the whole situation was, but nobody deserves that. And uh, this okay, I have father right and son here. team that it's the uh, Jasmine Christine Strum S or Sturm S T U R M and Matthew Isaiah Pettis P E T T U S, and it's a GoFundMe for them. Uh, currently, they've raised ninety eight hundred, and their goal is to raise fifty thousand uh, dollars. And their mother has organized this. Oh, what a task. Yeah. I can't even imagine that. It's just, uh, 
absolutely tragic. And you see the, the pictures of everybody, and it just you want answers right away. And now they have, I'm reading from bringmethenews.com, but they're, at this point when this was written, they said they're still searching for a spe- uh, suspect, but he has been found. And again, yes, mm-hmm. that um, GoFundMe page is, is listed right there if you want to go check that out. Yeah, Jasmine has uh, two children, ages 11 and 5, and her brother Matthew had just recently become a father. It's really. Yep. So it's pretty sad, and if you, if, I think it's a, a noble thing to donate to. Uh, there mm-hmm. is in this uh, article, too, on bringmethenews.com, a fundraiser for the Flug Presley family, meanwhile, called the killing of her and her three friends an unthinkable tragedy. She has two children, 11 and 4 years old, uh, and we're looking for, I don't know if there's an event or if that just brings you the GoFundMe right, page. Cause, you know, that's right. There are still two other people who lost their lives as well. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Okay. Yeah, that that is, well, but it's real. <laughs> but it's, I mean, that's, I guess my point was, you, why are, people just go crazy and you can't do that. Yeah, to, you can't kill people. Point. No. No. No, you can't. Let's no. Move on. <laughs> no. No. Exactly. Exactly. Well, right. God rest her soul. So I have a little thing called, how bad is it? <laughs> well, pretty how bad, bad is it? But, um, so this one is to always mow your lawn in the same pattern. How bad is what? it? Yeah. Is it, is it bad not is so it? bad? Is it pretty bad? Is it super bad? Sort of bad? Um, sort of bad. Always mow your lawn sort in the bad. same pattern. No, I would say it's bad. You say pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty bad, pretty Matthew? Bad. Yep. Gabe? Sort of bad. Sort of bad. Everybody sort of bad. does it. So sort of bad. Like Everybody does it, but actually it is pretty bad. Yep. For the luscious looking turf... You have to mix up your mowing routine. Grass tends to grow in the direction that it's cut. So always trimming in the same way will prevent the blades from standing up straight. They produce a flat, almost slanted look. Mm. If you alternate, you don't get that. So we always alternate. Mm-hmm. We, we always... Three ways. We go diagonally, you know, crisscross this way or sometimes that way, and then sometimes it's straight over. So we do three different ways. Four. You know that I have never Four. Okay. mowed the front lawn at that house. Oh, really? It's very never. therapeutic. Neither I've have never I. Done it. I like if you're looking at the street, the left side is fine to mow. That's the largest section of the front lawn. The other yeah. side is not so fun. No, the backyard is an all-out nightmare because there's so many small areas of grass. Right. Because of yep. all the gardens and the fire pit and stuff. Yep. That's a lot of. Yeah. It not is. fun. That's not fun at all, but there's nothing more satisfying than emptying out that bag into the um, uh, the garbage bin and then walking back and then just say, it. you know what, it looks pretty darn good. And that's pro-turf, ladies and gentlemen. That's pro-turf. It makes a huge difference. It makes a huge difference. And we can see lawns. Lawns across our block, uh, many people have just threw in the towel, didn't do anything, and everything died out and it was brown. When the rains hit, no. When the rains hit, everything started to come back. Some with the, you know, some greenery came back. And uh, but I will tell you, if you have your lawn sprayed for no weeds, whatever you choose, I, I, we do pro turf and we pay for it, so we're we're not giving them a, a free no. plug here. Um, no free ad. It makes a huge difference. It does. Um, okay, here we go again with another one. Pretty bad, super bad, not so bad, sort of bad. We had this incident yesterday. 
uh, to drive your car when the gas gauge is on empty. Someone in the family was caught doing that yesterday. Really bad. If you're talking about me, (laughs) I was not on empty, and I had just filled it up a while ago. So, that gas that gas gauge was hanging ago. over the cliff by its fingertips going, we're <laughs> basically was, almost yeah. out of it. Was, I, don't, I didn't look. I mean, because I, I wasn't driving <laughs> it, though. Problem. Anyway, here we go. I wasn't driving it. Other people Super drive bad, that car. Pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty, not so bad. Sort of bad. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Gabe? I'm going to go super bad. I'll, uh, yeah, and I'll tell I'm you why. Go super bad. I didn't, okay. That wasn't options. Super Actually, bad. no. Pretty it's going to be not so bad. Pretty bad. Okay. okay. Because so, I feel like if the car's still running, it's still got gas, so there's nothing wrong with it. Okay. So if you let your gas gauge, and I learned this from your father, by the way, Michelle Keeger, uh, if you let it get below half, your potential for the fuel pump, which has to pump all the gas, that fuel pump has to work harder the less gas that's in there. So if it falls below half a tank of gas, you risk running out or wearing out your fuel pump which will cost you more money. Right. Am I even halfway close? Let's Here's go. the answer. Did what I listen that? to Ed? It's not so bad. Come on, <laughs> Ed! If you're miles from the nearest gas station, don't stress. Your car won't conk out the second the low fuel light flashes. Now, I did learn that from my dad because Obviously. my mother would have a heart attack if that little light ever came on <laughs> and my dad would always tell her Claire you have 30 to 40 more miles right. to go and I, oddly yeah. that's exactly what it says on here you have 40 miles until your tank will actually be empty I think you need to clarify though it's, it's not so bad but also if you continually do that it will wear your car well and here's something else it says most cars built in the last 10 years are not affected by this hmm. so, yeah, if, so if you're driving an older car it is it's Harder and worse on an older car. This coming from the queen of, she always had to have her car full of gas in high school. <laughs> whip out the the credit card. Uh, stop my, at the- my car actually. My my dad had a second gas tank put into the my Grand Wagoneer. my Grand Wagoneer in high school because Which- I drove far from where I lived to get to high school, and I was filling up literally every other day. The thing was a gas hog. So he had a second gas tank put in, so I would just flip a switch over to the second gas tank. And how did you pay for that? With a company credit card. Okay, there we go. Got that. We got her now. Shooting with bacon. And I didn't even put the gas in my car. No. Wow. The fuel man. Right. The the attendant. The attendant. (laughs) The attendant. Oh, did you just go to like the yard to get it? No, I went to Amico. What is that? Actually, full I had service. an Amico credit card. So it was full service. Like you ding, you ding, the guy comes out, does your windows and fills your, your windows gas. windows and puts your gas in you the car. used to check the oil. You hand on the credit card, he swipes it, and you leave. I never even knew Gabe how to put gas in my car for many Mom, years. like he's a, like you just saw, like the moon is a plate of spaghetti All or right, something. Here's mom we'll, always we'll said do. she wasn't rich. But we'll, it's like, I, what is Amico, full service gas no, station? No, they were all like that back then. That's when you There's drove. There's a couple in ding, Minnesota ding. you can still find. Yeah. Never seen one. Okay, we'll do one more. Matthew, this one might apply to you. And I'm thinking only because you live on your own and you have to do your own laundry. To use really old bath towels. <laughs> Ew. Uh, what is that? Really good. Uh, pretty bad. Oh, you know yeah. what? Actually, 
it doesn't I'm not I was thinking like they weren't clean but that's not this is stupid well, this I just means like to that. use an old bath towel the wear and tear of a yeah not so bad. nothing okay. beats uh, a new bath towel the new gray ones that mom bought are really those I don't like really those. and we had the green ones forever I those like green, green ones. ones that's a stupid one I'm not even your green ones lasted 13 years yeah. Those green those, towels. Well, towels do last a long time, I feel like. If you buy a quality towel, it's going to last a while. Okay. I would agree with that. And also uh, bed sheets. Uh, we bought new bed sheets, and I spent some money on these for the first time ever. And they are <laughs> that, well, fabulous. For you, maybe. Yeah. You don't like them? I've got them no, I, a no, 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 I'm not saying that. I have spent money. We have oh. had very nice bed sheets. Yes, she's worked in the bath and bedding at, at Dayton's. Yes, and, uh, and unfortunately, best. you tend to shred bed sheets Ooh. with your long toenails. We're giving them a little, too much information you here, but okay. <laughs> I can slice a beer can and then slice tomatoes and then slice the sheets yeah. with my toenails. <laughs> So well, that's the old. It's the old Ginsu Matthew knife commercial. Says, Stop it. it would it would cut a beer can and then they would go and slice a tomato. No, I had Charisma sheets, which is like top yes. of the line field cred sheets. They were just gorgeous. Shredded lettuce. Two sets of those. Shredded lettuce. Yeah, you shredded through both of them. You should have made them worn socks. Gross. <laughs> Even I find that unattractive. Well, <laughs> <laughs> on myself. Oh Lord. All, All right. right. Anybody next? I'll go. Go, Fee. I'm very upset because no one's talking Ooh. about this notebook shortage. Oh. I recently oh. had just started school, and I could not find a notebook anywhere. I tried five Targets. I even ventured to Walmart. I think I went to two Walmarts. And I ended up having to get my school notebooks at a Dollar Tree. Ew. Not to mention, she did go to Amazon store. to order notebooks. She I'll thought she got them. They canceled the order on her. Yes. They because said there are no notebooks. There, and no one's talking about it. Even if you Google notebook shortage 2021, there is Tonight's nothing. Tonight's top story <laughs> at five, uh, no notebooks. Let's go. If you, write that, if you write that article, you'll be top result. That is so <laughs> true. I need to get on that because I don't know why people aren't talking about this. I've always been a loyal five-star girl. You know, I want the matching notebooks to my folders. And the way I had to end my senior year of being a college student was I had to have Dollar Tree notebooks. <laughs> Did people laugh at you in class? <laughs> no, but I quickly <laughs> open them and get it to the notebook so no one my, sees. Oh, mine says five-star. Yeah. And no one, I don't... Like- Dollar store, like, big on the front. <laughs> no. I went to the dollar store. You know, it's like, Gabe, where did you get your notebook from? A kid in class. His mom bought a bunch. Yeah. Uh-huh. She bought like, them oh, early. If you did not buy them early, you could not find a Why? notebook anywhere. I even thought, okay, I can't get Gabe notebooks this year. I'm going to buy loose leaf paper and a binder, and he'll just have to use that. I couldn't even get that. <laughs> It was, it's awful. I, I was unaware of this. There's not even the a heck? little puppy notebooks oh, even or cats. at the office supply store. You went there, too. Yes. I, I said, go to Office Depot. They'll have them. I've got Staples. school supplies there. Makes sense. Nothing. I would, have, gone. I would have had a meltdown as a child if there were no notebooks. Because usually it'd be, what design do I want? 
And now there's just no designs. Why is that, though? What's the logistics? They didn't have school Supply last year. Supply chain, I'm sure, again. But they would have had all those things left over from COVID when they didn't have a notebook. I'm trying, to find inf- I'm trying to find information about it, and no one seems to be talking about it. Well, it's a conspiracy, the Chinese. No, the other thing is <laughs> notebooks aren't used as much as they used to be just because of kids are bringing their computers, they're taking their notes on their computers, mm. They're using their iPads and That's writing their notes in the true. iPad. So they're not used as much as they were. I'm an old-fashioned, I need pen and paper. I, You're a good note-taker, though. You're a very good note-taker. Yeah, I, I love like pen notes and paper. Me too. I would, get, I would get one of the, like, four or five subject notebooks. Like, yes. My deal was I'd get a four-subject notebook, and then each section of the notebook was a class. Yeah. So I would be taking four classes, and I just had one notebook, it has a folder that I put any papers I need, and it was very efficient. I had one notebook. So all of college, I had four notebooks. But every now and then you have a class that requires you to turn in your notebook. What? I've never uh, had I have that for my English class. Yeah. To I, see your notes? Uh, no, yeah, it's just it's like, like science writing. That, but other than that, you just have a separate thing for that. Yeah. yeah, no, Matt, I was a huge fan of those notebooks as well, and I could not find one to save my life. And here's here's what yeah. will bum you out. I was at Target early on in the season. Five-star notebooks were on sale. And I almost bought some, but I thought, okay, I'm going to go home and ask them both what they need. And I forgot. Yeah, you ruined me. I, I, it, ultimately, I take the blame because I should have just bought Four or five of them. No, I'm literally a grungy dollar store. See, you guys should have been talented like me in high school and college and just not take any notes and just tuck it all up here. <laughs> Put it all the way up here, right up here, <laughs> right up here. <laughs> I love taking notes. You I do. I don't, I, like I don't care for My notes, notes are beautiful. Oh, I have all notes. different colors, and it's all organized. They're so good. So there is officially a uh, notebook shortage. And Sophia's going to get to the bottom of this, yeah. Yep. Well, even at Target, in the past when they've been gone, I've always been, oh, you can go up by the office supplies or by the art stuff. There's always notebooks there. That's the secret. You go there. Nope, nothing. Mm. All gone. Damn. Well, I guess uh, that's a first world problem for sure. I can't believe we don't have any notebooks downstairs in the basement. We do, but... (laughs) They have to be new? They have to be found. Oh, my Lord. Can't be like using a broom handle to bring to a drinking contest or anything like that. <laughs> Old tall. Yeah, Gabe moved them, and I don't know. Anyway, moved Gabe, what? what you got for us today? The notebooks. Gabe, Gabe, what's new in your life? What Gabe's corner? Here we go. I've got nothing new in my life. I do the same stuff every day. <laughs> All right. Close it out. You said you were going to have stuff. something to talk about today. I said I can get stuff if you want. Well, what'd you get? I didn't work for What interests you? You didn't get anything. He could have gotten stuff. I could have. I did. What's the big game that people are playing in high school? What, like a video game? Yeah. I I don't know. I, I haven't really played video COD? games. COD? GTA? I, yeah, GTA's a good one. Fortnite? Don't play Fortnite. Fort, Fortnite still thing? Not really, no. You started to get into Minecraft again, didn't you? For a couple weeks. And oh, hell yeah. Not Love Minecraft. I tried yeah, it out. It was very fun, but... I think it would know, be or, or Better stuff to be Dad used to refer to as Minecraft. Uh, yeah, mindless or Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft. Mindless. 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 Mindless.
Also, it's one of like the all. It's like doing Legos. It's basically building Legos. Matthew. It's it's by far the most like mind intensive game that you like that I play personally. Yeah, great. Cool. The Who are you fighting time, though? Are you somebody trying to storm the castle? Is that no, like Leroy just, Jenkins? You build stuff and yeah, you build go your world. and explore and just, yeah, I don't know. It's just fun. World. You get but aren't some, there people trying to get you? Well, there's mobs at night that like <laughs> you. <laughs> you do have to watch out for those if guys. If you're a Minecraft then... mob, what even is your life? That's hilarious. Like a, no, it's, it's the computer. No, what? it's what? Like okay. a computer generated nomad? Yeah. Oh. It's a skeleton. They're a zombie. Okay. Yeah. I thought you meant people were like, like get no. the mob together Hacking. and we're gonna go rob. <laughs> Are you the one? Is Sonny gonna be here? Yeah, we're gonna we yeah. Vinny. <laughs> no. Oh, that's so funny. Yep. I don't remember the last time I played a video game. But I did like when we had our Tetris and Dr. Mario tourneys. Those were fun. Yep. Yeah, yep. but McLaren got so darn good, I couldn't win. Yeah, and well, I, let's boom, rip her because she's know. not here. Yeah, let, right. next week let's have a McLaren roast. Yeah, work hard McLaren her McLaren got yeah. to meet uh, one of her idols last night. Oh, <laughs> So anyway, I don't know. Can we say who it was? Yeah, yeah. we can. Cause yeah. that's fine. Okay, it's not. It's not. Um, a, so McLaren's whole life, she has never met this person, and her whole life, Matt has known this person, and many, many times has had this person hold up a sign. Oh. And Dad would take a photo of him, and it would say, "Hi, McLaren," or "Good luck skate with your hard, game, McLaren. Yeah. Skate hard." And McLaren would just get, you know, so excited and happy, and they would hang in the locker rooms for her team. And this person is Joe Mauer. So last night at the <laughs> county fair, Joe Mauer was there with his family, walking around, and just normal guy, normal family, having fun. And McLaren is like. Oh my God, I can actually meet Joe Mauer. <laughs> and she's beside herself, absolutely beside herself. Like starstruck. She was. She, she was. was. <laughs> we call it that, was, fan, a, we call that fanning most, out. The most normal dude to ever yes. exist. Yes. Absolutely. She was acting ridiculous. <laughs> so, anyway, she thought he left, so she was bummed. And dad's like, well, I'll just send him a text and see if he's still here. No, 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 Dan. no, don't do that. But anyway, they find out he is still there. <laughs> so now we have to go and meet Joe Mauer. And which I just, I don't like to meet people who, like, if you idolize someone, don't ever meet them. It's, it's just weird. not normal. It, it's an odd situation to be in. You act weird. Uh, I don't know. It's just weird. You fan out. Yeah. You fan out, and that's and, and, that's and, that, and, that, and what happened? They go oh, up go to ahead. Joe Mauer, and Dad says basically, "Hey Joe, how you doing? Here's my daughter McLaren." Meet <laughs> <laughs> oh, my daughter so McLaren funny. here, Joe. What's going and she on? She just stood there and like waved. She had the weirdest face. <laughs> <laughs> It was so funny. It was the most unnatural, <laughs> god awful experience. And McLaren afterwards. Oh, and then luckily his little girl pulled him away. Thank God to end this right. nightmare. Right. And um, anyway, I thought Sophia was going to fall on the ground laughing because McLaren's friend and dog. I were dying laughing because McLaren just stood there in like awe and like couldn't speak. She has the the look. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. The it McLaren, was, the Mamie stare, we call it. Whether she likes you or dislikes you, you're getting stared at. It was at. just so funny, like, thinking of, like, dad, like, wheeling in McLaren, like, some, like, golden goddess, like, this is my daughter. And <laughs> you to meet her. Yeah, then this one is the of main. Gabe's friends goes, hey, I saw your family last night hanging out with Joe Mauer. <laughs> hanging out with Joe Mauer. We were with him all of 10 seconds, and it was complete embarrassment. <laughs> Well, how do you think I? Normally, if he's with his family there, I would I would not say anything. I'd just leave him alone if he's with the kids because they're they're doing stuff. Other than hey Joe, and uh, you're not going to throw that ball, or your arm's going to fall off, that kind of stuff. It just, which is what I said to him because he was going to throw a baseball and he was going to get clocked. Yeah, in. his poor his little girl wanted him to throw the baseball because he'd be good at that. <laughs> yeah, the baseball game that and tells you your miles wanna, per hour. Yeah, it tells you how fast you threw the baseball. And he was doing know, everything he could yeah, to right. not do that. <laughs> he did not want like a crowd of people watching him throw the baseball. Which is totally his style. I mean, he's yes, not a, right. you know, if you uh, if you approach him as, hey, Joe, and you're just chit-chatting, which then he's cool. But if it's Joe Maurer, Minnesota twin guy. Then they go into what I call athlete mode, where it's the wall comes, not a wall, but it's just they approach whoever they're talking to differently. And it's, he didn't do that last night, but it was because it was happened so fast. Yes. It was a blitzkrieg of about four and a half seconds until, <laughs> but when his daughter grabs him, you, you don't keep talking to him. You let the family go do whatever well, they want to do. Well, obviously. Yeah. But McLaren anyway. was like, why did you leave me? I'm like, well, you wanted to meet him. I, I don't know what to say. So Hi, Joe. I, you know, I've talked so to him funny. before. I don't care. It was so funny. Oh, we'll have to meet him. I'll, I'll call him and see if he's going there today. Last note, me. and then we're going to call it a podcast. We're calling, she's calling it quits. Yeah. Matthew, a lot of your grade school friends were there last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. You should have been in attendance. And yeah. it's required for Aereo. You had the biggest be there the Aereo. biggest turnout of friends. I mean, other than yeah, Gabe. But, there were a lot yeah. of. Yeah. Glad to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Aereo's there next year. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, sponsored by Aereo. You get your name up on the on the board up there. Oh, yeah. yeah. For all your real estate needs. True. All right, but we're I... telling you how to spend your advertising money, and uh, we really don't have to. I think yep. you got that covered, don't you? <laughs> yep. Take care of that one. All right. Anything big coming up this week? Nothing doing. Just a regular week this week. Okie doke. Yep. Going to watch the Vikes. Skull Vikes. You got to do it. I'm scolding today. I'm going to go home, take a little nap, and then we are scolding. Let's go. We're going to wrap up this uh, family hour of Table Talk with Rookie's Family. If you have other people that have not listened to this podcast, shame on you for not allowing them to experience the joy that you have experienced by listening to this family and how screwed up they are. Check it out. Table Talk, Rookies Family. We're all over social media. Any tidbits of information, constructive criticism, comments, feedback, concerns, or maybe you want a topic covered, something that your family maybe is debating over the uh, dinner table, go ahead and drop us a line. You'll be able to, you'll be able to find us. Signing off. You go into like Morgan Freeman mode. This is Morgan Freeman. Hello, Morgan Freeman from Shawshank Redemption. What was that called? Shawshank Redemption. I don't even remember my own movies. R.I.P. Norm MacDonald. R.I.P. Norm MacDonald and some of his best jokes. uh, His cancer joke, losing the battle to cancer. 
What a way to go out. Right. What's that? What's that deal? It, it just okay. you're going to go down the rabbit hole of Norm McDonald. I know. I big know. All big right. time loss. All right, we'll see you next see time you on too. Table Talk Bye, with everyone. Rookie's family. Thank you for tuning in. Mame, we're coming to get you. Bye.